Good morning once again. This is about um, less is more in aesthetic surgery. And this is really true for procedures like eyelid surgery, otherwise known as uh, blepharoplasty. It's a rejuvenative procedure for the aging eye, like a puffy eyelid or, you know, an eye bag. So my approach is a conservative approach using the less is more approach. We did uh, quite a few of them in Arabia for a lot of the expats and they were happy with the outcomes because when you don't uh, dissect too much in the eyelid you have fewer complications. So fortunately we didn't have any complications like hemorrhage or atropions or you know um, movement disorders because we use the approach of less is more. Like for instance let's look at uh, eye bags, the lower eye bags. Now it could be associated with lax skin, lax ligaments or even uh, protrusion of the fat. But even in these cases, I prefer to go the conservative way. I'd uh, do an assessment with the forceps, pinch it, and see how much of the skin I can remove, which is really about three to four millimeters at most, in most cases. And a conservative um, treatment of the fat, either draping it back or using a bipolar cautery where I can just uh, let it um, shrink and that seems to be a very safe approach because there's no bleeding then and as for the muscle I wouldn't be too aggressive because this can lead to problems like scarring and even to atropion so a small strip of muscle is usually removed at a different level so when you use the subciliary incision your blade is slightly angled so that the muscle is at a different level and of course in a very lax eye you've also got to address um, the lateral fixation what we call um, pulling it laterally and fixing it to the periosteum lateral cantal uh, tendon that's uh, quite useful we don't always use it but depends on the cases and the other problem that you're going to face in lower eyelid uh, bags would be the eye trough on the medial side that has to be treated with fat uh, injections which are quite useful going down to the level of the periosteum of course and if possible, doing it under the muscle and over that as well. This is a study done by um, the group in uh, Taiwan that fat grafting is more or less an indispensable part of lower eyelid surgery because if you look at uh, the post-op uh, results of a lot of these eyelid surgeries that have been reported, you find that they look good immediate post-op but six or seven months down the road and, or maybe a year or two later most of these uh, lower eye bags seem to be distorted they're sunken 
and that's because either too much fat has been removed or fat grafting hasn't been addressed adequately. So I hope this uh, talk is going to be useful because it's uh, going to help you in deciding how much you want. Now if you look at your eyelid structure, it's uh, pretty straightforward for those of you who are interested in doing this. You have the skin and the muscle, the orbicularis uh, oris, and below that you have um, the orbital septum, which is the what we call the middle lamella, and under that you have the pads of fat, the three pads of fat, right? The medial, the middle, and the lateral. You just got to be really careful between the medial and the lateral because that's where you have uh, the muscle as well, and you can uh, spoil it, you know, inferior oblique, and. Uh, and then later, of course, you think of the posterior lamella, which includes a tarsal plate, and then you've got the eyelid retractors, lower eyelid retractors, and uh, the conjunctiva, the palpebral conjunctiva. So it's uh, safer not to dig around too much. And as for trying to do a facelift through the SOOF, um, this is useful if it's really loose, but it's not always necessary because you can always approach it subperiosterly from the intraoral root as well. It's an exciting concept. If it's a very loose uh, eye bag, you could go under the muscle. But in this case, you'd have to incise the skin and the muscle together so you can lift it off as a unit and then uh, sort of hitch it laterally. That's quite useful. As for the upper eyelid, it's the routine thing. Uh, Many of you have been doing it, you're familiar with this, but uh, today's focus is really on the lower eyelid, so hope you'll find this useful. As for the dark circles, uh, not very easy to treat, but uh, some people do use vitamin K ointment, and uh, not always easy to get. Then you use um, tyrosinase inhibitors, um, laser peelings, and all that stuff. It does improve it a little bit. Thank you very much.